1: Well, you did tip it in the, the pre match podcast ahead of the Ajax game, Celtic out of the Europa League. What does the season hold now, Robert? Do you think starting with this horrendous trip to Inverness for a, a lunchtime kick off on Sunday? Well, can we book that trip to Philadelphia to, right now? We can just get that <laughs>
2: sorted before we go any further. Um, it's really depressing, quite frankly, Roger, um, at this stage of the season that Celtic get out of Europe. Um, not good enough um, from Ronnie Dyler and his players big questions now over his future at the club. For me, the performances in Europe haven't been anywhere again good enough for Celtic. Um you can write right back to the qualifiers and then the two molder performances, despite with someone like John Collins, and I've got a huge amount of respect for John Collins, they come out and say that Celtic were better, better than the Mold over the two games against them, It's uh, is quite staggering, quite frankly. Um but as you say, where the Celtic go from here? Uh, I know that Ronnie Dyler get huge backing from the board at the AGM uh, last week and uh, fair play to them for doing that but the fans are the fans are not not convinced I think that's the polite way of putting it and it'll be really interesting they've got an away game this weekend obviously uh, the home games how, leading up to
1: Christmas around Christmas it'll be interesting to see the attendances yeah. not, not that we get I, a, the attendances I, right enough I think he needs to, to reach out to the fans to try and century, whatever positives are there the fans want to see more of Kieran Tierney I think he should be in there now he's complained that he can't play two games in a week well he's 19 years of age, he should just be told he is playing two games a week I think the fans want to see Scott Allen a bit more because yeah. so many of the other options with Chris Commons on the team haven't worked I think some of the fans want to see more of Nadir Siftsey as well, to see if he can play with Lee Griffiths, there was Pierre Van Hoyden before the Ajax game saying Siftsy and Griffiths can be the new cadet in Van Hoyden. Let the fans see that, because, as you've seen for these European results, some of the selections that Ronnie Dallas has chosen just haven't worked.
2: Yeah, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you, especially uh, Kieran Tierney, although I can understand why he was he was taking a, taking care of the kid. He's still young, we don't want to burn the guy out. Uh, he's still got a lot to learn, and although he's been fantastic, um, I'm always wary of throwing kids in too early. we have seen it countless times in the past where, Boys have played Champions League football and they disappear off like snow off a dike. Um, for me, Taylor is a real deal, and I think he's going to be a, a, a top Celtic player for the years to come. But you're right, someone from you like Scott Allen, Celtic went, went out of their way to sign Scott Allen. Where's he been? I know he had an injury initially. Where's he been? He's been on the bench two or three times. Get the guy in the team. The guy can create opportunities. Celtic in the league against Kilmarnock last week where, uh, were unable to find a way through that Kilmarnock defence, albeit. A well organised come out at the bench. And Scotland was sitting on the bench that day and you're thinking, Get him on the pitch. Uh, and that for me that's been one of the feelings of Ronnie Dyler. Uh, but it's an interesting few months I think Celtic have got a decision to make with them. Because they either stick with them for the qualifiers uh, in July or they do something about it now. Because there's no point in waiting to the end of the season and making the decision. But at that point, uh, they're, they're too late. I think if they're going to stick with Ronnie Dyler, then that's something that's a decision that gets made now.
1: You're heading for Ibrox and Saturday, Robert Petrofac Cup semi-final the winner's taking on Peter Head but the way the form book goes at the minute neither Rangers nor St Mirren at the top of their game No, absolutely
2: not I saw Rangers Mirren against Rangers a couple of weeks ago in the league and I thought Rangers having not seen them for a while were pretty disappointing I think they were lucky to get the win that day but at the same time St Mirren are absolutely abysmal at the minute um, I saw them against uh, Morton last Friday night um, they were lucky to get a point I know they took the lead uh, in the game but for me Morton were well, well, far the better team uh, and obviously against Wraith Rovers at the weekend again on our point Ian Murray for me is under real pressure there um, it's not helped but the fact that he's come out and said he knows more about football than the fans uh, that might be true in a lot of cases but it's the last thing a manager should be saying Roger uh, I mean I, I know a lot about, a lot more about journalism than you do but you're my boss and I've never said that to you um, <laughs> so I think Ian Murray I, is under real pressure there and I, I fear for him actually I really fear for him I think he's a good guy I think he's got a future in coaching but I think he's making this job a
1: lot harder than it should be Is the job looking harder for Mark Warburton than it should be? I saw the Rangers at Livingston at the weekend and they were poor Livingston merited the point Jason Holt scored the goal for Rangers as he had at St Mirren Park when you saw the game but too many players look as if they're uh, not finding the form they had earlier in the season I think it was always going to happen
2: though, Roger. in fairness I think the Rangers had a great start to the season they were blown teams away with their performances the amount of goals they were scoring and it was always going to happen I think they were going to hit a slight dip but at the same time some in the summer game the last league game for example they weren't at the races that day but they won I know they only got a point in the weekend but I think this, this blip if it's a blip if you want to call it that it was always going to happen but they're still far and away the best squad in the division I think and this will be an opportunity that Mark Warburton's looking at to, to win a trophy so, I would
1: expect them to beat Simmon in the weekend. I saw nice little eyebrushed right at the start of the season. They were trailing 2 1 when Stephen Thompson put that penalty into orbit. It could have been 2 2. You never know what could kind have of happened at that stage of the season. Is this a game, a semi final, a big occasion for the likes of Thompson to come back into the team, in the Yeah, very much so. And I got off the bench Tuesday night
2: against Raith Rovers, uh, which was a surprise for me. I think Ian Murray should be looking at his experienced players to try and get him out of this situation. He clearly thinks otherwise. Thompson's, I think it's fair to say his best days are behind him as a player I think he would admit that himself but he's still got so much to offer for me and as you say, had he scored that penalty at Ibrox uh, at the beginning of the season, who knows what that happened I think, I just I just fear man in this game I just think Ian Murray is struggling he's brought in Alec Miller there but they're, they're struggling for, for performances and the way that the team's playing I just can't see them getting a result there albeit, as you say, Rangers have been toiling a little bit perform. For I think Rangers
1: will win. You've seen them recently, haven't you? Yeah, I saw them. them yeah, yeah, I've seen them a couple of times. They've been poor. I saw them at Olympics on the weekend. They were poor, but at home there should be a big crowd live in the television. I think they probably just about have enough to get past Edinburgh, but I don't think there's any guarantees. It's Aberdeen against Ross County at Pittodrie Saturday afternoon. Wh- what's going wrong at Aberdeen, Robert? Because it's one win and eight is it's relegation form. Never mind championship form. It's
2: a big form, isn't it? It's a big question. Sorry, uh, Roger. I think. Derrick McCanns would probably pay a lot of money to to find out the answer to it. There's no getting away from it. For me, it's just not been good enough. I think we were all full of praise for Aberdeen a couple of months ago, and rightly so, because they were terrific. They were really pushing Celtic all the way. But it seems like they got that result against Celtic, proved their credentials almost, and then since then they've been on the
1: slide it 1-1-8. um, one win in it, including that a 2-0 defeat in Dingwall that Friday night when Brian Graham scored both the goals and it's not just the, the results, it's the manner of the performances and the way they've lost goals as well. You've got to question their character for me, Roger I mean, you see, the one win that the have
2: against Dundee United to have been shocking this season, and that you look at the, res- the result and the performance at the weekend, Celtic lo- or, uh, sorry, drop points against Kilmarnock on the Saturday, you think for Aberdeen there's an opportunity, go and beat Hamilton go and show that you're, you're still you still got ambitions for this season, uh, and they, and they get, take a lead and can't hold on to it and don't, and don't kind of grab the initiative. I I, th- I don't think it's good enough. Uh, I'm a big fan of Derek McInnes. I think he's a top manager. I think Aberdeen are lucky to have him. However, from, from the players' point
1: of view, it's just not good enough. You thought, I watched a bit of the game at New Douglas Park on Sunday, Kenny McLean scores inside five minutes. You just expect Aberdeen to go on and, and win the game easily. With the kind of display they had at Ten when they scored early, then get another two quickly, won the game comfortably. But you know, defensively they always look as if they're going to leak goals. And they could have lost the game at Hamilton in the yeah,
2: end. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't. I'm not sure the surface suited guys like Ash Taylor. Continually gave the ball away, from what I can see. And I think that that surface kind of demands more kind of ball playing players uh, at the back. It's just it's hard to put your finger on it with Aberdeen. You want them to do well. You want them to to, to be one of the teams pushing. Uh, Celtic I mean, hearts have overtaken them you just want them to do better because as you say at the start of the season they were terrific weren't they we are watching them at Todry going away from home and they were terrific and you're thinking fantastic I mean what's happened
1: I don't think they're going to get it easy on Saturday either because not only did County beat them the last time they met but they're just off the back of a, of a 3-0 home win against Motherwell in the world that Jim McDowell and Billy Dodds have done there is fantastic
2: Jim McDowell again top manager he's, he's got in there and he's, he's shuffled things up He's doing things his own way. I mean, we dodge it. I mean, I don't know. What he's bringing to the party right enough, but no, I'm only kidding. He's a uh, great, fantastic. I saw him against Celtic a couple of weeks ago, and they were actually quite unlucky. They were played off the park in some spells of the game, but they managed to claw their way back into that game. And on and another day, they might actually have got something. I think Craig Gordon had a great save. So, yeah, Ross County, one of the success stories of the season. No doubt about that.
1: Robert, when a, when a club takes on a new manager, they expect to, to, to get a wee kick on. It's not really happening for Dundee the United. Mix Mixu they, they that solitary victory, one 0 against Ross County, but it's one win in fifteen for the team. They're six points adrift at the bottom of the table, and you wouldn't put a lot of money on them beating Hamilton on Saturday. Absolutely, wouldn't put, put wouldn't put bad money on them beating Hamilton on Saturday, Roger. I think they're
2: they're in free fall. Uh, I really fear for them, and I think they had to. You can understand why they changed the manager. You'd understand why they brought Mixu in, but I think he rattled some cages there initially. But he's clearly not getting getting the response from the players that, that he's looking for. But for me, it's all about players. It's all, you can change managers left, right, and centre. It's all about players. Done United have lost their best players over the course of the last year, and they've not been able to replace them. Now, for me, Mixu Patelline is going to be has to be given some funds in January to look at the squad and, and reinvest it in the squad. Whether he's whether
1: he's given that. I don't know you agree? you think he will be you think it's that'll a, be there for him I think it's interesting the profile of players he's got he's seen 34 year old Guy Mel, Ivory Coast International he's got 31 year old Floron Cinema Pongol on trial he, he's admitting an interesting 32 year old Alexei Eremenko is that what they need you know yeah, guys
2: I, I don't see a problem with that Roger I think if you're down there and listen they're in the relegation dogfight there they could go down and where they do United go from there I think Stephen Thompson's put a lot of time and money into the club but if they were to go down Sturgeon United could really struggle in the years to come so it's a big six months ahead for them and I can understand why when he looks at the squad there's a lot of young players there they need a bit of guidance need a bit of help and he's not going to get that from signing more young players I think he's getting experience in someone like e- Eremenko who revealed in the paper last week that he was interested in and bringing back that's no surprise he knows Ere- Eremenko better than anyone so it's no surprise that he's doing that or he's considering that but yeah bringing in experienced players for me is the only answer that you can can turn to I
1: think what will worry Stephen Thompson as well is he's seen Hibs go down and stay down he's seen St Mirren go down and more than likely stay down there is no guarantee that United would come back up teams get relegated from the Premiership Roger there
2: isn't the parachute payments that other leagues have they invariably cut costs and then they cut costs, they cut standards. That's what's happened at St. Mirren, it happened at Hibs. That's not a division you want to get into. Yeah, and across I, I the, the road at Dundee, Dundee, Dundee were down for a little bit. I long would time. fear for United if they get relegated, I really
1: would. And in terms of Hamilton, a lot of people, including my own tip to go down, Martin Canning's has done a fine job so far this season. Yeah, he, did, he obviously had a very difficult
2: spell to begin with where real questions were asked, been asked of him, weren't He's he such a, a huge act to follow when he got the job and he found it difficult. But yeah, you, you, you can't fault them this season. They play a decent brand of football, I think Hamilton. I think you've, you have seen them, haven't you? They, they, they play decent, attractive football, oh, yeah. so they're always worth watching.
1: Kilmarnock and Partick, in the face of it, looks like a relegation six-pointer, but, but neither of them have really been in relegation form lately. I think you know Thistle beat Cali Thistle last weekend. It's three wins out of six, and you saw Kilmarnock, Robert, at Celtic Park getting a deserved
2: point? They did. They, they defended for their lives at Celtic Park albeit Celtic didn't actually put them under the kind of pressure he he probably would have expected Um, Jimmy MacDonald and the the Kelly goal one real save at the end of the game and other than that it was quite a quiet day for him bizarrely but but from a defensive point of view I think Gary Locke set his team up clearly worked really hard on the way they were set up because they they didn't give Celtic an inch and I think for teams like Kilmarnock, that's what they have to do they go to these games, getting a point is worth worth its weight in gold for them so yeah, I think that says a lot about Gary Locke, uh, Lee McCulloch, uh, and the guys there. Um but it's their home form, isn't it? I, I'm not sure exactly what it is, but Robbie Park should be a place where they get more points than it yeah. have been. And that's I think that's been one of the biggest lightdowns this year.
1: Killer kind of defence is interesting because they've just given a new extension this week to a former Thistle player, Conrad Balatoni. Yeah. He left for home last season. And he struggled to get a club at the level he was looking for, belatedly signed for Kelly, and he's done really well for them to, to earn the new contract, I think, to
2: 2018. He was one of the standouts, actually, uh, at Celtic Park. In saying that, it's not have of a failure, I didn't think. I spoke to, to Baratoni last week, and he was talking about that. You know, He took a bit of a gamble. Could I stay at Thistle? He offered him a contract. Um, and he, I think, he, in all honesty, I think he was looking to get a, a move abroad, which didn't happen, and I think there was a an heavy
1: couple of months for him.
2: In terms of what he was going to do, but Kamala gave him a chance and he's grabbed it. And I think the contract he's
1: getting is well deserved. And he's been partnered by young Stuart Finlay on loan from Celtic, who couldn't play at Celtic Park. That allowed Gary Locke to bring back the club captain Mark Connolly, and it just shows you know the experience like that in reserve the squad's probably stronger than Kelly than a lot of people realise. Yeah, absolutely. I
2: think Connolly again didn't put a foot wrong. I think I think he'll be I think he'll keep his place now. I think it, it, that's, that's a good thing for Gary Locke. He's bringing these guys back in. Connolly's got great experience slotted right back into the team and he led by example big player for Kilmarnock so yeah it's good for Gary Locke that he's got got this, um, this squad now that that's given them options and that's
1: all he can ask for and they'll be up against Ryan Stevenson hates Kilmarnock loves Air United and could get a start having scored that kind of freak winner against Inverness last weekend that's who
2: you model your tattoos on isn't it right? yes. Aye, absolutely the same, yes the same body art, yep. big player for them scored a, scored a very lucky goal it has to be said whipped in a cross it basically found this. Self, uh, found its way into the back of the net, but yeah, a big player for them, and I'm sure he'll be. I'm sure he'll be wanting to do well at Robert Park Yeah,
1: I agree. That was a dreadful defeat for Motherwell up in Dingwall last weekend. It saw them slip into the relegation playoff place. It's not going to get a great deal easier for them against second place Hearts at Park on Saturday. Robert. No, I think uh, Mark McGee's got a real job in his hands here.
2: Uh, Roger obviously brought into turn things around, and so far it's not happened for him. Um I think at home they'll be looking to almost make Fort park a, some kind of fortress between now and the end of the season, but whether they can do that against a Hearts team who's who've been going fantastically well this season, I think you can't knock them um, what a job uh, Rob Nielsen's done there giving real backing from, from behind the scenes and, and he, fantastic Hearts are no doubt
1: been one of the, the biggest success stories of the season It's funny, with the chairman, they, they axe managers and bring in new guys when teams struggle normally they get a wee kick on, but the United haven't under with a line and the Motherwell haven't really had that kick on under Mark McGee is that, is that down to the, the predecessors or re, will they expect a kick on when they do some work in the January transfer window well, he's not a miracle worker Roger let's be honest I mean mother they've got a decent squad there
2: I think they've got a good enough squad to, to, to certainly get out the relegation issue I don't think it should really be a, a, a major problem for them but he's not a miracle worker he can't go in there and suddenly turn things around I think Mark McGee's a good manager but he's going to need time there to work on the squad I think by all accounts what I'm hearing is he's getting them in double sessions and and even on Saturday mornings before games that the squad are getting together um, t- to meet up and, and talk about the game and stuff. So I think he's working hard and he's trying to change things, but you can't expect him just to go in there and overnight turn things around when, when there's clearly
1: uh, the squad needs improvement. I, I actually disagree with you. I think they're right in the relegation, because You've got to remember that you know, yeah. they were 11th last season to beat Rangers at home and away in that playoff to, to stay up, but I think this has been a, a squad on the decline for a couple of years now. Yeah, I'll correct myself.
2: I don't think they're not... I, I think they're, they're clearly... Have worked to do. I just think they've got a good enough squad. I think if you compare them to Dundee United, I think Motherwell are better. And I think Dundee United are the team for me who are in real trouble. But yeah, they're going to be down there. They're not they're not they're not having a great season, Motherwell. But I still think Martin McGee is a good enough manager, given a bit of time
1: uh, to turn things around them. I, I know you're heading off for a, a big juicy sirloin steak at the, the player of the month voting dinner on Monday night and it's fair it? chicken, Roger. You can have either. No, you. You probably I'm have both. both. <laughs> Has there been a better player in the Premiership in the month than Arno Jim? He's been a terrific signing for Hearts. Yeah, he's been. He's been top notch. clear clearly a bit of pedigree there. Pedigree Jim. Pedigree.
2: i <laughs> I'll say, yeah. I'm, I'll say <laughs> I'm up for you. It right? yeah, it does been <laughs> do one of it? your headlines so far.
1: <laughs> just that <the laughs> again, it just shows the what that Craig Levine and Robbie Nielsen do. They don't just go for. The journeyman pros who have been yeah. in the circuit—they do a lot of research, they do a lot of scouting, and they do unearth talents like Jim. It must
2: be good for the Hearts fans going there on a Saturday when they know get, they're going to get that—they're going to get guys that you say not gentlemen, like guys that the, the club's clearly working really hard to bring players like Jim in. Um, but yeah, Heartsman, fantastic, great team to watch this season. And, and Robin Nielsen i know Craig Levine maybe has a, a bit of a, a responsibility there and a, a bit of an influence there. You're not allowed to say that. I'm not allowed to say that. I'll uh, well, just say that. Um, but I also think that you can't take anything away from Robin Nielsen either, because I think he's a good coach, and, and it's his team. He, 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 his name's in the team sheet, and it's his team. Yeah, thanks very much.
0: When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy.